0: All right, you, well, y'all, you we are here another Thursday. Oh my goodness, another Thursday, another Thursday. We have made it and we are here, y'all. How's everybody doing today?
1: Doing good, how are you?
0: I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And uh, to those that are watching this, you are tuned into Sound Gospel Radio. Yes, we are launching our station in about, how many
1: days was it, baby? Think it's fourteen like days. Fourteen.
0: Now. Day, oh my goodness, fourteen days away. Mm-hmm. You that are tuning in, let us know that you're here. Let us know that you're watching. We're gonna have a conversation today. Oh my goodness, we're gonna have a conversation today. A great subject that was brought up most recently. And hey so, we're Ashley. For, oh Ashley, what's going on? I see some family in the house already. Uh, Todd is here, come on here. I see some family in the house already and just happy to have y'all in the place already, ready to go, ready to move on. And so uh, as we do some formal introductions, uh, we have my wife here, who's our co-founder of Sound Gospel Radio. Again, Sound Gospel Radio is launching soon, 24-7, internet gospel radio. We're going to have some talk shows. As you see here, this is a part of our segment for SGR is a, a segment of talk shows. I have some preaching on there, some teaching on there, some great discussions about mental health. We're going to probably talk about marriage, talk about single life, so many different things we're going to talk about, but also we're going to have some great gospel music for you. And I also have my good friend, all the way from, look, she on, she's on the roll right now y'all <laughs> my good friend ashley is in the house ashley how you doing
1: i'm doing all right i'm just glad god chose me to wake up this myself with you guys as well that's cool
0: ashley i hate to cut you off i hate to cut you off when you get the chance we're going to take you out of the studio for a moment and just have you just try to readjust because there's a lag on your audio and so try to come okay. out and come back in okay all right, thank you. In the meantime, from Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> uh, we have Miss Brittany James miss here. Thank and uh, so, and how are you today?
1: Looking like thick long I am well. I'm <laughs> glad and
2: honored to be on.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Amen. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. <laughs>
0: And y'all are in the comments, y'all are in the audience. Those that are watching us, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitter uh, today. So we are happy to have everyone here. And listen, we just have a great conversation. But before we move on, I really want to say thank you to everyone that have already donated. I mean, seriously. thank you. Yes, thank you. Can you speak a little bit about that just for a moment?
1: As far as everyone who's donating? Yes. Oh, well. As Nathan has already said, we thank you so much and we're so appreciative to those who have donated. Um, As we've already stated before that the donations, since this is a listener supported radio station, the donations really help in being able to keep us on the air. And since we haven't fully launched yet, it's also helping us purchase the adequate equipment that we need, Um, merchandise that we're looking to purchase and sustain because we do have partnerships for those who have not visited our website, Please go visit the website to figure out how you can become a partner. Um, Giving $100 is one tier. $250 is another tier. You donate $500, that's another tier. And there's a lot of perks that come along with that. Merchandise, gift baskets. Go to the website, y'all. If y'all haven't already, please visit the website, soundgospelradio.com and then you'll be able to see all the information there of how to become a partner. It also sets you up for our newsletter so that you're able to stay in touch with us and connect with us to know what's going on, any changes. So you'll kind of be like in the first to know any changes that are going on. So please donate whatever your heart's desire. If you're not looking to be able to be a partner right now, anything that you're able to donate, we will greatly appreciate. And we do still do personalized shout outs, so You may see yourself, your name on social media somewhere, just thanking you publicly for your donation.
0: Isn't she lovely? (laughs) Isn't she beautiful? (sighs) Hey, Quentin. Isn't she lovely? That's my wife, y'all. That was my wife. All right, Quentin, what's going on, man? What's going on? Listen, oh my goodness, we got some great people up in here. All right. look at y'all. She gonna kill me. I'm gonna pull her right in. Look at her working. Who's that working? Let me pull. Let me move this banner out <laughs> the way. Oh, I gotta move the banner out the way. I gotta move the banner out the way. She's gonna hit, hit her phone. Already working. This is our social media guru, our chief of staff here at Sound Gospel Radio. Brittany's back with us again. All right, Ashley's on her way back. So listen, I'm happy that y'all are here today happy. and it's so good. I saw good Quentin, I saw happy. Ashley, so Taj, if you're watching y'all, leave a comment. Let us know that you're here. Those that are watching the replay, also leave a comment as well to let us know that you are tuned in. Come on here, We're snacks. just so happy to have you.
1: <laughs> 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 I just got out of class Don't do that, Talisa <laughs> Listen, I need mean,
0: the staff, ma'am How are you and what's going on?
1: Listen I am just happy to be cool. here I felt I pressed my way. No, I'm just playing No, I'm really happy to be here I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to make it But I'm glad that I made it And I see the topic is My middle name oh. I Thank God for deliver. Well, not me. your middle name he Changed your name, die. bro. <laughs> hey, come on, come on. Oh, my goodness, my old well, name is Elliot. Oh, <laughs> no, you don't goodness. want to be known as that no more either. <laughs> Amen.
0: What Quinn talking about with the replay? We about, quit, what you talking about? Quentin, what you talking about? Anyway, if y'all haven't already, please uh, Todd said snacks for everyone.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, my I was goodness, trying to like you do in church. Oh, we heard the
0: goodness. rapper. Oh, you heard the rapper. You, know, <laughs> the, the studio tells everything. The studio everything. tells all your business, all your business. If you have not already, all, that's like and share. We, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on TikTok, and we're also on Twitter and um, soundoperator.com, So you have so many different ways to follow us. So many different methods to keep in touch with us. So there's no excuse that you didn't hear anything about SGR. Like I said, send a text message, let people know that we're in this conversation. So just happy to have y'all here and we're here to have a great conversation today. So yeah, let's dig straight into it. We wanna get that right into it. And um, Jaleesa, some of those notes I think we talked about, send them to me. Um, let's get straight to it. We're talking about church hurt. Now in this subject, let me move this out the way. In this subject about church hurt, now are we talking about, <laughs> I gotta be myself. Are we talking about the building that hurts you? that, you know, you walked up and, you know, scrubbed your hand across the side of the, of the window as you're walking to the sanctuary and you got a little cut. Is that the hurt we're talking about? That I was hurt by the church or the building? I don't think we're talking about the building. I think we're talking about the church or the, the, the people of God, which is the church or the ecclesia, ecclesiastes. And we're talking about the ecclesia or the ecclesia, you know, if I want to talk in that type of term on tonight, but we're talking about the church. The people of God, those that have been saved, sanctified, delivered, healed, you know, renovated and all those things we want to call it. And so we want to talk about how people have been hurt by the people in the church. And it's a really hard subject. It's a really tight subject. And we want to talk about it today. You're welcome to engage yourself. Those that are in the comments, those that are watching live, you're welcome to engage yourself in this conversation because we definitely want to talk about church hurt. Already, Quentin is like, I'm ready. Talk about it, Elder. Oh, my goodness. So, church hurt. I was trying to find the video. We didn't have enough time to get the video up like we wanted to. But uh, we saw a little boy (laughs) that said, I'm tired of this church. (laughs) and so the question is what happened to old boy like why why was he tired of this church what happened to him what what, what experience did he have that he was tired of this church but you know church hurt is real church hurt is a Mm -hmm. serious um subject and uh it's real it's real and so how do we get into it how do we start off with church hurt is do we start talking about some stories do we do we share some testimonies i will say this i thank god for some of the hurt that i went through in church because uh, some of it actually propelled me and pushed me to be the person I am today in ministry, to be the person I am today in business. You know, some things were said when I first I always say this when I first started playing the. Uh, keyboard, you know, I was, I was joked at and laughed at because of the person that taught me how to play. And, uh, you know, I was laughed at, you know, you sound like old mother on the keyboard. And I, you know, I was joked at and, you know, clowned about, you know, playing the keyboard and it hurt. I'm telling y'all, it hurt. It hurt me so bad. My father was still alive and I ran to my dad and I was like, you know, they were laughing at me because they said I sound like the church mother that taught me how to play. And little did I know they all went to the same mother. Huh? Mm-hmm. They all went to the same mother, so I was just like, you know, when I found that out, that was that was interesting news, and and then my mother and the saints of God began to encourage me, and believe it or not, that hurt actually made me go and practice even harder, just so that I can prove myself that I don't sound like mother or be the laughing stock of what they were saying that I was at the time. So mm-hmm. uh, church hurt can also be, uh, uh, you know, a uh, progressive or a help some people claim rejections as church hurt. Oh my goodness, Qu- we're going to get there. We're going to pin that. We're going to get there. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But uh, you guys, let's let's just give an overview before we get even deeper into the subject about church hurt and Ashley. Bringing you back on now, welcome Ashley. Uh, let's go forward. Uh, Brittany, go ahead about church hurt. Let's let's get talking about this.
2: Um. So I want to pose the question: What is church hurt? Thank. I
1: was about to ask that question.
2: Um, so church hurt can be a lot of different things. Um, I look at church hurt from the standpoint of, and not to negate anyone having, cause I think at some point everyone has had some type of church hurt. So I'm, I don't want to do that, but there's the church hurt I've seen where I didn't get my way or I wasn't elevated in ministry or I felt I should have been this, that, and the third. So now I'm hurt. My pastor hurt me. Uh, mother so and so who told me I need to go sit somewhere and read my Bible and study to show myself approved hurt me. So now I'm hurt. <laughs> now I mm-hmm. have church hurt, and I'm not coming to church anymore. So that that's the one type of church hurt that I I see um, a lot, which is which brings a negative uh, commentary to. It, it negates what everyone else it negates the real church hurt that some people really do feel because of the, Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to get my way. So now I'm hurt by the church.
0: I found that interesting. Anybody have any feedbacks on that? Cause that is true. A lot of people yeah. do feel some type of way cause they didn't have it that way. Let's let's keep that conversation going. Y'all.
1: Well, yeah. Cause I was going to pose a similar question. I'm like, am I really hurt or am I just offended by not getting my way or am I just offended by the truth because sometimes we take what someone says and it's the truth about us or the truth about our situation and now we're offended and hurt and mad because they told us about ourselves and now we're hurt and oh they hurt me at the church I'm like but I'm not saying your feelings may not be hurt but are you hurt because it's the truth or are you hurt just because you're hurt because it was just nasty and wrong and they just totally the fame in your character <laughs> and your nature. It's... I mean,
0: my thing is, I mean, well, we can talk about that too, because many times it's not just, I don't want to say, I mean, it can be the truth, but can the delivery be better? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do we have to be nasty when we go about certain things? We have to be rude and nasty of, you right. know, don't do it like this, I said, you know, do we have to talk to the saints like that or to people like that? We really can damage somebody
2: by mm-hmm. how
0: we approach we a situation about what we say.
2: Well, I can say it like this, Nathan, a lot, and from what I've seen, because my pastor calls it the spirit of offense. A lot of times, yeah, and delivery can be, you know, done better. But a lot of times, it's not the delivery. It's the, oh, I didn't get my way because I couldn't preach on fourth Sunday because I'm the new <laughs> pastor, and wow. it's my Sunday to preach. Wow. So now it's her. Or mm-hmm. I wasn't, the pastor was doing, his, you know, year in review, going through everything and he decided that, or she decided to change some auxiliaries around or change some things. And so now I'm no longer the Usher board president because we're in 2022 and some things need to be changed or right. I stay in my position because of X, Y, and Z. So now I just have this flat out spirit of offense. I'm offended because you removed me from my position or you corrected me because I was in sin and you told me to go sit down because there are some pastors that still sit you down right. and because you set me down and this bishop over here in the the corner of georgia Anna street doesn't sit me down mm-hmm.
1: I'm hurt. Right. I'm hurt. i like that
2: <laughs> that's that's why
1: i was hurt <laughs> so that's and that's the truth <laughs> by the way yeah that that is the truth that is why i when i was younger I did not want to be i mean if even in my age now i didn't i correction you know it doesn't feel good um right. but back then i took it to the extreme especially when i turned 18 um 19 20. every time somebody hurt me i was i was gone like and it wasn't even hurting sometimes it was just correction sometimes wow. it was like you know don't do that or you know you know we don't do that here and you know a lot of things you know, had to happen, as Nathan was saying, you know, a lot of things had to happen to push me to be who I am today, to push me to be who I am in ministry today, to push me who to be the wife that I am, the mother that I am. Because now I know I have to correct my children in order for them to respect me. But me, I wasn't mature enough to take correction. I was not mature enough um, to take the fact that I was being sat down And there was reasonable cause for me to be sat down, but Mm. I carried that as church hurt for six years, Wow, six whole years of bondage because I chose to be hurt, you know? So sometimes, um, church hurt can be something that we put on ourselves because we want somebody to take us in because we don't have a church home anymore because we left um we don't have a church home anymore because we were corrected and we want to go to a church where the pastor kind of lets you do whatever you want and that doesn't help anything you need to be corrected you need to be instructed not saying that anybody needs to have control over you but there is a need for correction and instruction and it is your pastor's job to correct and instruct that's all i'm
0: saying you know sometimes people think that leaving a certain church Depending on how you left. Let me say it like that. Because everybody don't leave the right way.
2: Everybody mm-hmm. don't leave the
0: right way. Depending on how you left. Some people left because they didn't like the way the church was doing certain things. I wanna go somewhere else where it's better. And then you find yourself back into the same situation again. Because oh. although I'll say here, although this ministry or this auxiliary may not be going well at this church, and it is here, they still have some a crack in a hole somewhere. Every ministry is not, there's no perfect ministry. There's not one perfect ministry because we're imperfect people trying to reach towards perfection. And the only way you're gonna get perfection is in Christ Jesus after the rapture, as far as I'm concerned. When we are caught up to meet him in the air and we're glorified in him, in heaven, that's when we reach perfection, but we're trying to strive towards it. That's why the Bible tells us to press towards the mark. We're pressing towards that great day, pressing towards the high calling in Christ Jesus. But until then, there's gonna be a lot of imperfection. So no ministry is perfect. There's no perfect ministry. And so trying to leave to go to another church, thinking you'll get away from a situation does not help you know Mm -hmm. so you know and quentin said there's some other points that uh you guys are saying in the comments i want to go back to but quentin said that's why we have all these renegade churches because of people being rebuked and not liking what is said and you know it's a shame because we really reached a place where you can't rebuke no more like you used to I mean some of the stuff that was said to me growing up if it was said to this generation I'm not even talking about young people I'm talking about this mindset generation you got 70 year old folk that has a different mindset now when you mm. speak to these this this group of people now they will get offended they'll get hurt if you, if some of the stuff that was said to us growing up and the things that was said to us was to correct us like I was um in a conversation recently and joking with uh, uh somebody and they um it would just take me back to Tent Revival. And I remember Tent Revival, 13 years old, I had on shorts and I grew up in a Pentecostal church. And well, in my younger years, that Pentecostal church was quite strict. They had some standards and it's Tent Revival. My thing is I'm young, I'm under the tent. I got on some shorts. Well, leadership rebuked me and said, don't you ever come back here with shorts on again. And I'm like, what? And it, it, here's the deal. I was upset at the time. Also, I was taught, don't talk back. I was taught don't mm-hmm. respond, you know, you take it and keep it moving. But the thing was is that they had certain standards within their church and that was their rule. And so I tell people, I said, I find it funny and I say this, I'm not trying to get into dress code, but I find it funny that we have no problem going to other jobs that make us wear these ugly bow ties and cummerbunds and flannel shirts and whatever else have you. We'll wear that, with not a problem, but if the church problem. asks you to f- abide by any type of guideline, we have a problem, especially if you right. join. Because I tell people all the time, I said, uh, visitors are welcome, but members are expected. When you become a member of that church, you say that I'm following the same guideline of whatever this church stands for. And if it's a certain dress code that that church has a standard on, you join that church to abide by it. Now, if you're a guest, you're a visitor, different story. But don't don't try to cause havoc in a ministry that you that's already been established before you got there, and you have an issue with how they do things when you join that church. That's when you can, you know, as we do on Clubhouse, you can leave quietly and find right. somewhere else to go. Period. Right. I just to share that. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody yeah. else want to say? Y'all can keep the conversation going.
1: I agree. <laughs> Quentin said people always want to use "come as you are," and that is so true. I'm like, well, the Bible says "come as you are," the condition of your it. heart the condition of your life, like not just, oh, I can show up dressed in the O'Connor way because we don't go anywhere else, just looking a raggedy wreck. I mean, and there are some that do, but we're fine with in these other places and in our secular lives, whether that be work, recreation, whatever, we're fine with abiding by whatever policies, procedures, rules that they have for wherever it is that we're going. But for some reason, when it comes to church, then everybody wants to buck against whatever the norm is at that church. And it's, I don't understand. And then then they want to cloak it in church hurt when someone says something to you. Now, I totally agree with the approach and the yes. way that it is said, the way that it is delivered, because church is, is not always, but church is supposed to be like your family. And if you've been going to church with some of these people for a long time, you know how to approach hmm. certain people and certain people cannot take you coming at them. Just ah. some of them, you may need to come on here, baby. Let me take it. Some of them need that. Then there are others who, you know, you can kind of be a little bit more straight and direct with, or if it's been umpteen times now, come on now, bro. Like how many times we gone, come on, come on now. Like, right. you know better now. And especially when you're in leadership, it's, it's a difficult spot. In leadership, you have a different level of accountability. You can't just do whatever, say whatever, dress however, not show up, not, it, there's a different level. So there's, uh, I mean, church hurt has a lot of different, it's, it's, it it's a lot. It's different levels. There's some layers yeah. to uh, it, there's I some layers like, to I it. Feel, I feel like church hurt to me stems from, you know, like when you're in church, you you know, you have that foundation of trust. You Mm -hmm. know, so when you're in church, you, you know, you're trusting your leaders and and, and stuff like that. And so when that is broken, it becomes very difficult to try to mend that and piece that back together, you know, Mm -hmm. and that is a tough healing process to come back from, you know, especially Especially when that person is not willing to admit that, hey, you know what, I messed up. You right. Oh, whereas you're trying there? to figure it out mm-hmm. on your own, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, well, you know, you mm-hmm. want me to admit my wrongs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm coming to you and telling mm-hmm. you I have an issue mm-hmm. and you, you know, you just disregarding my trust, that's kind of hard to mm-hmm. pick yeah. up the pieces and move forward. So I think that foundation alone in itself is, it's a tough, tough th- pill to swallow.
0: I think a really good mm-hmm. leader is a leader that knows how to apologize. And absolutely, I try to be there. I'm not perfect. I'm not. But I try to be that leader that know when I was wrong and try to, especially when it was brought to my attention, because there's times I may have said something as a leader, didn't realize it hurt the person's feelings because I didn't realize I didn't realize that there was times that I could have spoken condescending in Mm -hmm. my mind. I didn't think I was condescending. But yeah. it sounded condescending to someone else. And when they finally came to me and said, Elder, you know, what you said kind of was kind of hurt for. And I'm like, oh my God. And I, I apologize. But it's sad to say that you do have some leaders that don't think they're wrong.
2: They don't Absolutely. think there's need
0: or room for apology. Apology. Or you go, or you tell them that, that you were hurt. And okay. Like they don't think they're. I'm like, no, we need to apologize. I think when I apologize to the person, I gain even greater, greater respect to them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, it, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a respect to say, to say that I'm humble enough to apologize. Absolutely. I'm humble enough to, make, to see that I made a mistake and that I'm learning from you because I tell people the best teacher is not what you read in the book, it's the experience that you get. I told Absolutely. people when I became a minister at 19 years old, the young people at my church taught me how to be a minister. I learned through them. They taught me the do's and don'ts of leadership. The people will teach you how to lead. I'm telling yeah. you that right now. Yeah. And so, but but you you gain wisdom in learning how to apologize. Now, I'm going to get to the next part of this conversation when it comes to church hurt. The sad part is, and somebody said it earlier, I think uh, either Ash or Shantae had just said it, but where then you get to a place in life where now things come to an eye-opener, and now you're even more hurt because you realize... What You realize you were manipulated. Yeah, we want to talk about manipulation absolutely. in the church. And I'm going to start over soft manipulation Manipulation, and we can get deeper. It, you know, it, it, it took me a while. Growing up in church as a preacher, you know, you walk in the door and I grew up very old school. You're preaching tonight. Who's preaching tonight? you preaching tonight. They, they didn't call me in advance. Didn't they, you walk in the door and night, you preaching and guess what the famous scripture they use? Well, the Bible says, be ye also ready. So for many years, you know, because I didn't go and look up the scripture, I heard the Bible's be ye also ready. Okay. Well oh, the Bible God. said be ye also ready. Cause my leader said it. I respect the leaders. Until one day I, I got a little older and I said, i want to find this scripture and I read the entire chapter. And realized Be Also Ready was talking about being ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It wasn't talking about be ready when I tell you to do something, be ready when I actually <laughs> play the organ, be ready when I actually preach. And, yo, that thing, it guess what? It bothered me. So now when they asked me to preach at the last minute, I, I did challenge it, and I challenged it with, a, with, with, with respect. Cause they oh. said, well, be also ready. And I said, well, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'll, I'll do what you ask, but just know that scripture talks about the second coming of Christ. I have said that. And mm-hmm. I've said it with respect because I was like, yo, all these years, I'm thinking, oh, be also ready. I'm going to be ready, whatever they need me to do. And no, that, that scripture was taken out of context. And context is everything. And I heard you, Ashley, out of context. I heard you, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> but let's talk about manipulation because, sad to say, manipulation Has really hit the church, especially, and I don't want to be denominational, but I have to be in this perspective because I've heard more manipulative stories in a charismatic Pentecostal apostolic faith church. Now, don't get me wrong, Baptists and Methodists and Presbyterians had their different ways, but I've heard it a lot in that area, in that that form of speaking. Or I'll say spirit-filled churches, because there's a lot of Baptists that are spirit-filled, Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues and live the life uh, pleasing unto God. But you hear that the spirit of manipulation where, you know, I heard the Lord say, and they use, they sit God on you.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I even been a product of that in, in different cases where I'm not even talking about my leaders. My mom even said publicly and, and mom, if you watching, let let us know if you watch <laughs> Well, my mom <laughs> even said publicly at one of my birthday services that, you know, she said we can always reel Nathan in because, you know, if he got out of line, we'll say, you know, the Bible said or, the, you know, God, God don't like that. And you know, at the time, you heard it, and she even admitted it. I think she apologized, but she knew that I had such reverence for God that they could use that to get me back in line whenever I was acting up. But sad to say, it was manipulation. And so my mother and I, we did have that conversation. We did finally talk about it, and she agreed. She said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like they don't want to say it." She said, "Well, I guess you know you can say it's manipulation. No, it's manipulation, right?" right. The yeah true sorry i'm not mad i'm healed but anyway <laughs> <laughs> shut up i saw your face tell you. no but it's manipulation and that has really carried the church uh in, in, in a bad way and has really scarred a lot of people so a lot of church hurt has come from being manipulated into things, told things and said things and prophesied to when you were when the leaders were doing it out of selfish gain. Not always leaders. Sometimes manipulations from your own co-saint in Christ. Mm-hmm. To, to you know they want you don't want to sing on the praise team tonight and, and they found a way to say something to manipulate you into singing. Well you just didn't want to sing. You know, just I'm just giving so many examples. Y'all let's talk about that. Who wanna share about manipulation? So sad. So sad but true.
2: Um, I'll, oh, go ahead, go ahead. You sure? Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. So I was, um,
1: so I, I was gonna say something that has already been said in the comments. That's why it's important for us to read and study the word for ourselves, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that I was taught um, growing up apostolic that were not, are not biblical. biblical. Um, but because mm-hmm. I was not in the word for myself, I was taking those things and I was preaching those things to people in my classroom, you know, everywhere, but I was just as wrong as the people who taught it to me. And and it comes from, you know, like the person who taught it to me learned that from somebody else who learned that from somebody else learn that and then by the time it's gotten to you it's completely out of context it's completely diluted completely not what the word of God says but that's mm-hmm. why it's really really important for us to get and grab the word for ourselves and having the Holy Spirit is important because discernment will tell you like mm, no no like I'm, I'm being manipulated into something or this is a trap you know so it's mm-hmm. important for us to have the Holy Spirit and it's very important for us to um, study the word for
0: ourselves—that's mm-hmm. the truth. That's the truth, Boaz Parker. Thank you for joining us today. And he—and what they say—they said trauma trauma-informed Informed theology. theology. Oh, so true. My goodness.
1: Okay, Boaz. And, 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 and sometimes <laughs> it's not trauma. Sometimes it was just ignorance, and not ignorance in the sense of unlearned. They didn't know. So you're just repeating things that you heard. And it just keeps going down the line, down the line because they were never taught correct. Or sometimes it's not always trauma. Sometimes it's not always manipulation. Sometimes it's just they didn't know. <laughs> it's just pure <laughs> ignorance coming from back in slavery time. If you right. couldn't read, you in someone who can to interpret this for you and they could have interpreted all wrong. And now you've been repeating that. For hundreds of years, it's the truth. Quentin, get up, get off our live, please. Let's mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I won't be Yes, <laughs> I think. It's the um, truth. It's the truth. What that, did you say, um, go ahead, go ahead. I, I think um, with all the the manipulation that has been caused, called has caused a lot of humiliation with yeah. a lot of people. You know, um, you know, like you said, we were manipulating into saying, you know, say you had to do this or doing that. And 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 in so doing that, causing ourselves to be humiliated in front of a bunch of different people, you know. Whereas it's like, all right, now I'm humiliated. You put you make me put myself out there. But when it comes to you, when you you do something wrong, you you're just painted to be this picture perfect person. While I'm out wow. here being humiliated. Let's talk about yeah. that humiliation yeah. because. So it's okay. just like mm. that plays a big part in it. Like I put myself yeah. out there on the line, and I'm humiliated. Now I'm embarrassed. Yes, and you made me feel like I had to get up there and tell the whole church that I did so and so and X, Y, and Z. Make me feel guilty. But then here you are, you you know you doing things too, and you don't have that same energy. Like where's your same
0: your same level of accountability? Where's your accountability? Yeah. Right, and that's a shame because not even just you getting up in front of the church to 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 say X, Y, and Z. How about just being called out over the pulpit? Uh like now, Absolutely. I thank God I didn't mm. experience that that bad. I'm gonna say that, Me but either. I have been to churches Not really bad. I though. have, I, I have. Oh my goodness, I have been to churches where my relatives and y'all could share in a moment where my relatives have gone to <laughs> and they were called out. I mean, out. I'm like, yo, how do you still go to this church? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, totally publicly rebuked. Now, when I got told of, I thank God for my for my founding pastors. They had a way of correcting me behind behind the scenes, behind closed doors. Of course, you know, things was probably said here and there, but that's just, again, that was correction that needed to be made at times. But I've been to churches where I was like, I, I, you know, it made, it made my home church look like the
2: best church on earth because I was like, "Nay, can I tell that. you a story? Go ahead. Yes, you can. Go ahead. One time I was in church and my pastor was up talking about,
1: I think it was, you know, my space
2: was you know, popping back then, right? Like MySpace and everything was popping and my pastor was up there, you know, he was saying stuff. And, you know, we as the youth, you know, some of the things he was saying, we was disagreeing with it. Like, you know, you know, it's not that serious. The minute I opened up my mouth,
1: no lie, me, my mom was like, say another word. And I'm like, mom, I'm only, you know, saying something to what he's saying. Like, can I tell you, she smacked me. And I was like embarrassed. And I was just like, are you serious? <sighs> like what? Wow. And for a long time, I was upset with my mom. Like, even like years <laughs> later, I was like, Mom, you know, that was kind of jacked up. That was messed up. Like, what was that all about? I'm like, y'all saying things and expect us to always be quiet and, and not use a voice. I'm going to use it. I have a voice for a reason. Like, I'm here for a reason to do that. Why are you trying to silence me on right. speaking my keys?
0: Exactly. That doesn't Especially make in front sense. of everybody, though. In front of everybody.
1: And, you talk and, about humiliation. I mm-hmm. was like,
0: and see that kind of stuff that's almost like a pk story that's what mm-hmm. that's what preachers kids be going through because you want to talk about some church hurt i'm like lord where where, where are all the preachers kids at are y'all some preachers kids in, in in the audience i mean i know Ooh. i'm one uh you know but but lord, I'm actually, you to go protection through it. program Listen. i'm one too
1: See, so I've through understand. some.
0: I have some PK stories, but they weren't public, thank the Lord. I mean, yeah. they still, so they were, I'm talking about as far as involved with church. They were some dumb situations. And I say, yes, I, mom, you can get me later. But it didn't make no sense. We laugh about it now. But when I was younger, some of the stuff that I got told off about and beat about concerning my actions in church because I didn't want to read the church announcements. <laughs> I ain't going to tell you how old I was. Didn't want to read the church announcements and got towed up when I got home. Cause I don't want to read it, and <laughs> but the only thing that bothered me, and we still, my mom and I, we laugh about this. Cause now you know she's at the age where she don't remember nothing, so she don't remember. I oh, know, oh, oh, you know, she don't remember <laughs> nothing now. But you know, the thing that got me was I was on the keyboard, and it was all these other people in the audience. Why are you calling me to do the announcements? And a matter of fact, why didn't you do the announcements? You're standing there on the pulpit, and it's the same announcements that we announced early that morning, that we announced tonight, that we're going to announce on Tuesday and the next Friday. Why are you calling me to do the announcement? That was the, that was the thought. And so I didn't want to read them. And I wasn't disrespectful, but to her I was. And her thing was, it was the principal. I can hear her now going off. It was the principal. And so anyway, we ain't gonna go that far. We ain't gonna go that deep. Oh, we got some PK, another PK in the house. So you understand, you understand. Mm -hmm. But that manipulation can be really serious. And it's a shame because I want to talk about, if you ever guys watch Iyala Fix My Life, uh, there was a very anointed group of women on there known as the pay sisters yeah. and the pay sisters talked about their experience y'all and if nobody else know about church hurt they know about some church hurt y'all i was like dad they were i mean manipulated by the father by the mother by the brother i mean sexually abused i mean mentally physically abused and 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 all in the name of god and I was like, "Dag!" like some of the stories that they shared, I'm like, yo, that was some real manipulation. And it's a shame that people have undergone that type of manipulation where it was willfully done, not like like uh, Shantae said. Cause Shantae, you said something earlier, I definitely want to hit on was, you said you grew up in an apostolic church, but what you said did not deface or mess up or talk against, I'll say, the apostolic church. Cause you said, I, although I grew up in that church and we had some things said you said it wasn't until I actually went and learned for myself. So I like that because many times people try to outright the whole denomination. No, the whole entire denomination is not wrong. Not every apostolic church is wrong. But I like what she said too. She brought herself into accountability and said, they told me this, they told me that. But I went and searched the scriptures so that I got to understand what they were saying and I had to see the parallel. And see a lot of people don't do that so you have a lot of people walking around hurt and in their feelings but did not actually study the scriptures for themselves then because again i understand i get that you're holding accountable that this person is saying what they're saying but that's why we have homework if my teacher told me two plus two equals four and that was it no i needed the understanding they had to break it down so that i could see why it is and they gave me homework. So sometimes we have to do our own homework as far as the oh. word of God is concerned. If you don't understand, then you could take that to your pastor. Again, the pastor is trying to be manipulative. I believe that the Lord will, in his rightful way, find a way for you to get the right answer. But manipulation really is just been, it's just, it's, it, it has hurt and scarred people. A lot of people have been scarred concerning that you guys that are listening if you have tuned in already we are talking about church hurt this is let's have a conversation this is thursday night and this is sponsored by sound gospel radio sound gospel radio is a internet radio station that will launch on august the 18th we are building lives transform excuse me building hope transforming lives uh 24 7 and we are launching very very soon so you guys are tuned in you can visit the website which is at the bottom which is soundgospelradio.com or you can find Follow us on our social media pages, which is here. uh, Jaleesa, you can move Mm -hmm. the banner out the way. And here, right here, boom. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. And we are on Twitter as well as TikTok. So there are some great people in the audience. Y'all have been commenting well. Those that are watching the replay also leave us a comment. I thank you, too, for y'all that have called me. You guys that have texted me, you that have uh, sent um, uh, Instagram and uh, excuse me inboxes on Instagram and on the other social medias, excuse me, I thank you because it encourages us. And so they they love the program. You guys are loving these Thursday night conversations. A lot of people are watching the replay. that can't tune in live, so y'all make us excited to come on Thursdays. It, it, we even have a celebrity. I was we were in the back chat uh, talking. Everybody, uh, people were looking for Miss Donna. <laughs> She said she'll try to get on here later, but I have had some phone calls, Ashley, about your mother.
1: Really? That's awesome. A
0: few people. So everybody, people have told me, they said, yeah, I'm going to watch tonight and I'm going to be like the lady that be on the comments. And everybody (laughs) was talking about Miss Donna. Yo, they said she be coming straight, yo. So they, yo, people have fallen in love with your mom. I'm telling you, they love it. So we definitely appreciate you guys that are uh, watching here, Sound Gospel Radio. So again, we're talking about church hurt. Let's get back into this discussion. We're talking about church hurt. Have you been hurt by the church? Yeah, that's a good question. Let's go. Over. Have you been hurt by the church? Do you say, have you guys Absolutely. been hurt by the church? Absolutely. Absolutely. I have. Mm, my I'm in the witness protection she program. She said the witness, <laughs> prote- <laughs> the witness protection program. Oh, hmm. my Lord. That's Absolutely.
1: real yes.
0: being a PK, but being that, being the one that always being called on to do stuff. I'm tired of that. Trick. Yeah, I mean, and you know what you said some earlier, Quentin, that I wanted to that I'm to segue into what you just said. if I could About find the leaders. It. Um, I wanted to see if I can look for it. I'm not sure if that's the one, but he was basically talking about how we're the ones that. Because we're always working in the church. So the ones that always are so faithful to the church, we get hurt the most. Yeah. You know,
1: because we get taken advantage of and taken for granted and just assume that oh, we don't have no feelings. We can take it it's expected for us to do it or excuse me, especially in leadership positions. I mean, because even if you're not in have an actual title position, if you're a PK, you do anything in the church, people still view you and look at you as a a leader or someone that they look up to or look at in the church. So it's almost talked about or treated as if we can't possibly have any feelings, any emotions, we're expected to just accept what you don't want from us. Like it's okay for y'all to be human and have your moments in your time and y'all just say whatever and we just supposed to take it or the leaders or whoever's supposed to take it. But if we have a human moment or we mess up or we may say something that sounds a little harsh, it's the end of the world and how dare they? I'm like, but I'm a human the same way you are, right? Absolutely. You expect me to just take your stuff and your attitudes and your stinks and just deal with it. But if we have human moments, then it's, oh, how dare they? How? And it comes with the territory. It's the same way with anybody. That's any any type of leadership position. You're expecting them to almost always be perfect, which is, it's not attainable. Where nobody is perfect. We can't be perfect all the time. We can try as much as possible, to present ourselves that way and not make major mistakes and learn from the mistakes. Cause in leadership, I made mistakes. There have been times where, as Nathan said earlier, I didn't realize my tone sounded a certain type of way to the people that I was over. And it did. But sometimes in my case, the issue came in that nobody would ever say anything to me. So if you don't say anything to me, how am I supposed to know outside of the Holy spirit, letting me know and I'm discerning, then it's the battle of, do I approach them and say something or because they haven't said anything to me, do I wait for them to say something and then address it? It's so it's always this balancing act of going back and forth of you're not saying anything to me. So is it not an issue? or but I can sense that you might be feeling some type of way about it. So how do I approach this? And there have been times where I've been wrong. I didn't address it at all. It was just, okay, they may have an issue or they have an issue with me. Are they having an issue with the way I said something or did something and they ain't gonna say nothing to me, I'm not saying nothing to them. And was that always the right approach? Sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't because it exacerbated the situation, it made it worse. So now I made them feel even less comfortable to come and talk to me. But at the same time, it's like, if we're all adults, if you're gonna go and talk to everyone else about it, why can't you or sh- won't you come and talk to the person or say something to the person that you're offended by? And sometimes I didn't know. And that's also a problem that goes back to, if you don't say anything, you can't expect the other person to just know that you've hurt them or you've offended them or you felt some type of way about how they said something or did something. And we could have a conversation about it. Cause a lot of times it was just a misunderstanding. It usually is not, well, in my case, it wasn't intentional. There are times where people are just intentionally being how they are, but
0: yeah. And before we move forward, cause the co-founder has spoken. So don't you ever say that my wife don't talk cause she has spoken clearly. Yeah. All right, I see a few people that are watching and only have one heart. So if you can, guys, if y'all are watching live, if you're watching the replay, at least like the video, at least like it, love it, share it. When you like a video and you love it, it helps the video reach further audiences. Uh-huh. So use the, y'all that are watching right now, take that moment. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Facebook, even Twitter, take the time to at least hit the like, just like button, just press it. If you're uh-huh. watching the replay, hit the like button. Some more people are coming in the room. If you're coming yes. in the room, hit the like button. If you love share, what we're talking share. about right now, uh, love it. If you, if you wanna share it, share it. I, I, um, if you like it, I'm just asking. Just, just don't if, you. You, if you, if you, if you, don't you mean if I don't do it? Don't you if do you, If you like it, I'm just asking. if you <laughs> like it, just to like it. That's all I'm asking. What y'all trying to say? What you trying to say? I'm just saying, just, just like it, y'all. If y'all like this this program? Just let
1: us know. Just let us know. Mm-hmm. Right, because we need y'all's encouragement. We get the few if comments. Like it, say yes. The co-founder I is speaking. just need you to
0: like it, share it like the video yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. all right as you were saying jaleesa
1: oh jesus <laughs> See, <laughs>
0: i felt that one Shantae.
1: oh it's actually frozen because she's been in that nice stance for a long minute glory now.
0: to god I think she got frozen. She see, froze. the Holy Ghost done did it.
1: Look where the Holy
0: <laughs> the Holy Ghost done moved her in. All right, yeah, definitely. See that those numbers went up. I see mm-hmm. I see up. Yep, I see some folk here on 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 Facebook. Thank y'all for liking.
1: It. thank you yes. for loving it we like, appreciate comment, y'all I see the numbers going up share.
0: yes yes this helps the video go further this helps the video go further as you like these videos and you share these videos thank you we appreciate it somebody said don't start and you know how i am Ashley. you know she's all oh, here you go <laughs> mm-hmm. these are my closest friends
1: y'all look <laughs> i think ashley yo connie ashley y'all know how i do <laughs>
0: I'm just saying. All right. It's a shame. Y'all see now how they See, they're, they're they're so used to me. They're so used to me. Go this ahead, is a shame. Reverend, go ahead. That's how y'all treat me. Y'all are so used now. to me. It's okay. I'm hurt. It's okay. Y'all see how the, the people in my inner circle treat me? It's all right. The numbers are going up, and the numbers are going up even in the lives. God bless you. God uh, yeah. bless you on tonight. We're talking about church hurt, y'all. We have about eleven minutes left. We want to respect 11. this time. Yes, we have about eleven minutes left in this conversation, mm-hmm. and we want to talk about. We're talking about church hurt, and so. We have hit some very uh, distinctive conversations from d- some very uh, serious moments. We've been talking about uh, uh, manipulation. Uh, we talked about, you know, just things that were said out of context. Well, church hurt has also reached a level of a word that, eh, I don't know how we want to talk about it, but let's talk about it, brainwashing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The, so people, the do as I say, not as I do. Well, and some people have gone under some real brainwashing. And been brainwashed to be taught and believe something that really never was. And those people are now have been hurt. And, I'm, and the reason why we brought up this conversation, because we want you guys to know that there is healing for you. There mm-hmm. is deliverance for you if you've ever been hurt in ministry by a leader, by a pastor, by an evangelist, by a saint that you can have healing and deliverance That this church. And we're here to have this conversation to let you know that you're not the only one that have been hurt no matter what the situation is. I know many times we hold our situation near and dear to us and we say nobody understands. Yes, nobody may understand the trauma or how it affects you, but we all understand what you are going through because all of us have been hurt some type of way in ministry. Whether that person said it and they didn't mean to say it that way, whether that person said it and they meant to say it that way, whether scriptures were taken out of context, whether we were manipulated to do things that we didn't want to do. And it's a shame that people had to go through that. But what I love about Christ is he has a way of healing us. Because guess what? Church hurt was going on even back when he was uh, He was on earth. Huh?
1: Yeah. he went
0: through Absolutely. what we can call church hurt. Because them, right. them Sadducees or the Pharisees, excuse me, the, the leaders of the temple, they didn't believe he was the Messiah.
1: Mm-hmm. And they challenged, and right.
0: they were so pious too. They were so uh, they were so uppity and so up and just mighty and holy. And I am I am I am close to God. And and guess what? Like they like somebody said earlier, and was doing breaking all kind of laws. That's why when uh, the woman, uh, that y'all refresh the memory with me, when Jesus was writing in the ground and he said he uh, he who has uh, without sin cast the first stone, they were mm-hmm. all judging and being judgmental of this woman's sin. But when Jesus said that they all had sin in their life oh, and they yeah. supposed to be right. the high, holy, righteous people that were coming against this woman because her situation was made public.
2: Right. Right. Right.
0: Okay. You know, cause right. I, I have, I have, I have somebody to preach with me.
2: And I was just saying I
0: was, just saying, I was just saying, just in case, just in case. I got somebody to preach with me. But no, but the thing is, is that it's a shame that it had come to that moment. So people have been brainwashed and it's a shame, but just know that the, the, the truth of the word, if you don't know anything else, if you were taught all kind of crazy doctrine, just know that the Lord Jesus Christ loves you. That's true. He died for you. That's true. So that you can have salvation from sin. That's true. And that you can have everlasting life with him in heaven. That's true. So just know that those things are true. If you were taught all kinds of stuff that you have to do it this way to get saved, you have to, you know, do it this way to get saved. You got to be sprinkled to get saved. You got to be, you know, go down in the water this way to get saved. I mean, there's so many different things that people press on you hard and and they do it. And sometimes it has taken people to leave the church. But I want you to be encouraged that Jesus loves you. And he wants to draw you closer to him and his love is like nobody else's and so I said this before I said the reason why we take so much. uh, uh, So much heart to church hurt is because the church is the last place we expect to see these situations.
2: absolutely I
0: expect to be you know people acting out at work. I expect people acting out at home or, you know, acting out in the streets, restaurants, wherever I go. But the one place that's supposed to be the place of refuge and love and strength and serenity and kindness and goodness and praise the Lord, praise Jesus. You know, this one place that's supposed to be so beautiful is now like off the hook.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's like,
0: yo, I didn't expect you. Like, I expected my teacher to be out of out out of pocket, but not evangelist apple apple seed. Like, what?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, you know, like I not, yeah, go, ahead. Like go I, ahead. I expect to be over. Or I expected it to be overlooked in school, versus being overlooked at church. But to have it flipped like everybody talked about their church hurt and how, you know, being a PK and being in leadership and different things that happen. My experience with church hurt is totally different where I was that one kid, I loved to just be in any and everything. I didn't care what I was doing. I just wanted to serve because I I grew up under a pastor that is a servant, he's a servant leader. So I just wanted to serve, but to be an auxiliary to where I got pushed to the side because I, in a certain way or I wasn't in a certain wasn't a part of a certain group of people or I wasn't a part of this or I wasn't a part of that or I wasn't seen as part, as part of the cool kids club well we're going to sit you to the side and move all these people up and it's like okay you know I, I, I most of my, my teen years I, I served but I served in regret because I regretted serving in certain areas only because that's where I was accepted. I served on the Usher Board because that was the only place I was accepted. Wow. I served uh, in the Sunday School Department because my pastor saw something in me. So I served because he saw something, but the leaders he had in charge in certain areas didn't see that they saw someone else. So for me growing up and then getting to the age, my college year age, where at that point I'm about to leave and go to school. It's like, can you stay? Why am Mm. I staying? You didn't see my worth. You didn't see my value, but I had to leave and go someplace else. I left and went to two different states for my worth and my value to be seen. And bringing back to that scripture of you know, I, I'm not gonna get honored in my own home. I'll get honored elsewhere, outside of my own home, but not being seen and have the the honor of being at my own home church, you know. And and that's 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 a lot of people. say, You know, we all have different church. I think that's a lot of churches that people experience that they don't talk about. But well, that's old actually old.
0: scripture, too. That's actually scripture that talks about yeah. the prophet not being honest in their own home. So that's actually scripture. Y'all, we we we're gonna keep this. You know what we may have to do a part two. And we're doing this on purpose because we can't tell it all tonight. And I think we're gonna we're gonna cut this this conversation short soon to make y'all wanna come back next Thursday so we probably probably do part two. Because uh uh definitely wanted to talk about the Clark sisters because we see that even in the, in the movie that we saw, they I think experienced some type of uh church hurt or manipulation, as we can say. Uh and and uh Julissa, just give just a brief uh, uh, synopsis of what you wanted to talk about when you said secrecy versus privacy, just a brief, just a brief.
1: Um, I wasn't quite sure where I was going with that yet. I was just okay. kind of posing that out there, like secrecy versus privacy. Is there a difference? I like that. Is there a fine like line? That. Are they the same thing? yes maybe so, we'll have to discuss that next week I
0: think we'll to do a part like two that. Listen, y'all, the y'all that are watching do y'all think we should do a part two of church hurt let us know in the comments right now let us know in the comments right now as we get ready to come to a close comment and let us know yes part two if you're watching the replay and, and we're, we have a week before our next broadcast comment and say yes we want to hear a part two because the next question is as we have three minutes and we're about to close is how do we heal
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do we heal Huh? How do we heal from this? How do, what level, thank you, Ashley. Thank you, uh, Quentin, I see you. Thank you, Shantae. How do we heal?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you, Connie. <Cody. laughs> you know, it's gonna be fun here because we watch the replays ourselves. and gonna right. really bless us. But anyway, how do we heal? How do we heal? and so the bible says that you know i'm sorry, I, was just, no, wrong, button. Oh, sorry. See? wrong button see church hurt i'm hurting my own self but anyway no the serious thing how do we heal and the healing for for me came from recognizing that i wanted better mm-hmm. the healing for me came recognizing that i wanted greater because see Brittany, you also uh and let's take some notes clicks in the church let's put that in our notes If somebody Mm-hmm. That's because that's church hurt because we people have gone through church hurt because they didn't fit in the right click. They weren't in the right group. That's church hurt. That's add that. Uh, we also want to talk again about how do we heal? We're going to get deeper in that. Uh, we want to talk about the the brainwashing or excuse me, the manipulation, because, you know, some places you can go to the movies that wasn't in the scriptures. Right. You can go to dances. We was, sure and, can't. And, and here's the deal. Let me say this. I get it. I get it. Depending on your relationship with Christ. Because when I got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, I didn't listen to secular music. And that was my choice. So I didn't go to my prom. And people told me, you're going to regret it. I do not regret it. I didn't go. I'm not rebuking those that went. I didn't go. Because I was going to waste a suit and a tie for music I didn't listen to. And and it had nothing to do with I couldn't find a date. Oh, I could find a date. Yes, I could. Praise the Lord. I just didn't want to go. But also with the movies, I remember one time I wanted to take one of the young people to the movies and man and, and their parent rebuked me. The movies? I'm like, but but sisters the, the 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 two boy, the boy and the girl, they was doing it behind the bushes on the church you parking watched lot. TV? On, but, um, I'm what I'm saying but on the church parking lot. So they mm-hmm. they were doing their thing on the church parking lot. So what's the difference between that and the movies? Now I get it. Like Shantae was saying is I get the fact that they taught against it because it The dark room and the the movie, and things can happen, but things can happen anywhere. Because you know, another scripture that was taken out of context all the time was abstain from the appearance of evil. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, anyway, special guest next week, Quentin. If you want to come on, let me know. We would definitely have you guys. Listen, if y'all want to come on, those that know how to get in contact with me, contact with me personally, do that. But if not, if you don't know me personally, send us an inbox and say, "Hey, I want to be a part of this conversation." We would yes. love to have you on here. So listen, we're getting ready to come to a close. Anybody have any, you know, like I said, my last say and dismissal. Let's have some closing remarks. Church hurt? We get to what y'all, I just want y'all to know, you can be healed you can be healed there is healing for you there is restoration for you if you're still going through something listen i'm telling you there's no growth in the comfort zone there's no comfort in the growth zone so i choose to grow and when i choose grow it's going to get uncomfortable i want to have to face some of those things that I had to go through and get through it. I had to let go of some stuff. I know that word "let go" can be sometimes loosely fitting, but there were some things I was holding on to that was buried a long time ago. And my pastor said something one day. I wanted to share this. He said, "Did we bury it or did we plant it? Hmm? Did we bury it or did we plant it? There's some things that we have buried that sh- that that we end up that we thought we buried. I'll say it like that." But we actually planted it. And now we're wondering why it's coming back up and sprouting back up. Because now we're watering a seed of something that should have been buried and totally, you know, gone. But we actually planted it again. There's mm-hmm. healing for you. There's restoration for you. Listen, Sound Gospel Radio, we are not too long away from our launch. We appreciate y'all for this great conversation. We will be back next week for part two. We will be back a part two. What happened? Okay, we will be back with a part two. And so we thank God for y'all that are tuned in. And again, this is sound gospel radio. Those that are on stage, y'all know y'all want y'all to stay on so we can uh, have our power afterwards. But again, I appreciate everyone that tuned in and get ready for that banner. What are we doing y'all here at sound gospel radio? What are we doing here? We're
2: building, building hope. hope.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Transforming, Transforming lives. 24, 24 7. seven. 24 seven. Hope. 7. Transforming lives. We'll be back next week. Church Hurt Part 2. Take care, y'all. Building hope. Transforming lives. 24-7. Sound Gospel Radio.